This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. I have a headband on because my hair is extremely dirty because that sums up my week. My hair is pretty dirty too. Before we started just now, you go, I'm about to say, I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood. Are we recording? I did. I okay, recording. good. Because that's the way this podcast I mean, is about I to am. Go. How how often do you see me in a mood? Really, I honestly, I'm not sure that I have. Maybe like once in our whole relationship. Yeah. I'm just like in a mood. Tell us about it. What happened? I don't know. I just think I'm overwhelmed right now. Like, I have a you know our dear friend Stephanie is like trying to get us to go out and meet for happy hour, and it's like you're like happy hour. Who has time for a fucking happy hour? And it like makes me angry, and I'm like, she's literally the sweetest person in the world, yeah. and is trying to like bring joy into my life. Why is it upsetting me? And I'm just like, I'm in a mood, you know, I'm in a mood. So yeah, I was also feeling the same overwhelm that you're feeling, and I was like bitching earlier. I was on set all day, like set life is back, and so I was like, oh my fucking god, like I don't know how to be this busy with multiple clients again. And then I like checked myself a little bit, and I was like. Uh, shut the fuck right. up. You have a job. Right. Like your clients are working right now. I have nothing to complain about. So that's the thing is, and you know, I, I'm preparing for an album release. So it's like, I know that this will pass. Sure. So I just have to remind myself. And again, it's like, I'm really lucky. This is actually a really exciting time. I should be leaning into it. Absolutely. But I was awake till 3am last night tired. and up at 730 to start yeah. working again. So yeah. I'm just tired. Well, you know what so, happens when you're tired? We're going to give great answers. <laughs> the words just flow freely. They just do. I have to start with something, though. I got a message today, and it's from a man named Norm. Norm? Yes. And um, I posted the other day on my Instagram, at Velvet's Edge. Everyone go follow <laughs> like become a thirst trap (laughs) i'm like hey by the way have i mentioned that my instagram (laughs) i'm just kidding um 
But if you want to go follow, go for it. So anyway, Norm, I posted the other day in my stories, you know, like we've got, we had gotten a couple of messages like backed up in our email that we needed to respond to. And so I was like, okay, let's just go ahead and do a Q&A again. Seems like the people like this Q&A, which oh, let's do it. I love. I mean, I, we, as we say all the time, we're not experts, but we're speaking solely from our experience. We do research some questions that we know nothing about, but we're also just like talking to you like friends. Like, here's what we would do in that situation. Um, but when I asked about what people wanted to know about this time, Norm, Norm wrote me right back. Norm. Norm said, okay, since you offered your podcast is not kind to older men and women. I'm in my forties and single and just going by your, your wisdom, a lost cause. I think you can still have a life if you are in your forties and single calling us weird is unkind. Well, I mean, I'm 44 and single, so... I was so confused when I read this message. I wrote, Norm, who called you weird? And he wrote, <laughs> I'm like, first of all, now I'm going to call you fucking weird because you just made this up. I don't think I've ever... Have I ever? If I have, I'm like, no. okay, I'll stop. But like, I don't think I've ever because I'm 38. Like, yeah. I think we more talk about dating and how it gets harder when you're older sometimes. Or like... Yeah. Um, just the situations from an older perspective. I mean, I don't feel like I'm even older, but we reference a lot of different topics and I don't feel like I've ever once said anything of the sort. In fact, I think we, I mean, we've even talked about how sex gets better. Right. I'm yeah. very confused. So he wrote me back. Okay. Norm and I had quite the dialogue and he said, uh, sorry, I meant to say that you can be over 40 and still have a chance at finding a relationship. It's more difficult, but one can hope. I mean, I fucking hope so. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I could be a lost cause then. I'm like, Norm, we're Norm's on the same right. team here, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm in a relationship, but I've never been married. I'm not married. I'm not talking about it from that perspective at all. Nor do I think that your life is over at your 40s. In your 40s. Maybe I, when I talked about the pressure of it is what he's referencing. Maybe. I mean, look, the, the truth is, is like, God, I feel like I've, since I was like nearing my 40s and into my yeah. 40s, I kind of feel like I've been living my best life. Right. You, where, you say that all the time. Yeah, where as well. it becomes tricky is when there's a biological clock that's, that's ticking. And that's and the I think only maybe time that's I've some ever of the said stuff that. that you've, you may have referenced, but I don't think weird has ever been. Yeah. I mean, I'm always sorry to offend. I'm never actually intending to offend. The only other thing I thought was whenever, um, you try to talk to me about my parents having sex (laughs) (laughs) and I go, Ooh, every time. But it's more about like your parents. It's about my parents. Love my parents so much. Don't want to think about them having sex. I think last week you even tried to put it into terms of like, if my mom had had like gone to the other side, I'm like, I do not want to know. (laughs) I can guarantee you my mom hasn't. (laughs) What makes you say that? Um, just knowing her. I just don't think, like, even if she had an inclination to try it, I don't think she'd be brave enough to. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get started in the questions because um, it's 8.10 right now in Nashville, and you and I are both ready for bed. (laughs) Yes, except for I won't be there, but I am drinking a lovely rosé in the can. Oh, so gay Mm. of you. (laughs) Mm, Rosé all day. Rosé all day. Um, Okay, so this tip, this question comes from um, Chastity, and she says, uh, okay, could you share some tips for preparing yourselves down there for sex? That's a huge part of confidence in sex and intimacy that no one really talks about. Thanks a bunch. Um, well, based on her name, her mom doesn't want her having sex. <laughs> her parents 
Um, look, I think to, it's to each his own. Like, there's so there's such a range of mm-hmm. down there. Sure. Um, some people like it. Just, I mean, I don't know if she's talking about like cleaning it out or like what it what its appearance should be. Let's go both. I mean. I think beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Chip, I definitely do like don't think douche? that like anybody. <laughs> look, I, look, there are people that like smells. Um, oh, like they because they say it smells like the person. Right, mm-hmm. right. I mean, Fair, I think, isn't that what a pheromone is yeah, anyway? But are, I think pheromones like aren't necessarily meant to be like Smelling. picked up by like <laughs> the just the average nose. You know, I think it's one of those things where it's like. It's one of those carnal attraction things. Oh. <laughs> um, but I think that like uh, people should present themselves the way that they want to be presented. If they think that a bush is beautiful, then by all means have a bush. Well, you can actually go back a few podcasts ago of ours. Or was it, it was our first question and answer or second I question think it was and our answer? First one, yeah. We talked about the bush making a comeback. So if you're into a bush, if you like a full bush, bush, yeah. <laughs> um, you can go for that right now because it's very on trend. I think it's like you said, it's like groom how you want to groom. Right. I mean, I'm going to clean my shit up. That's just what I do. And you might like a bush. <laughs> right, yeah. Look, I, I kind of like the natural vibe. I, but I do think like. You would. Be That's clean. such a. And I by, just knew you would. But, <laughs> I, I think be clean. But that, that doesn't mean like clean in the terms of hair. It's just like hygiene. Be, well, be clean. Let's hope so. Especially in the day of oral sex being such a big thing. Now it's like, yeah, get your shit clean. I actually, I just brought in, did you see me go get my soap out of the shower? Oh, Lord, no. <laughs> okay, well, this is why, though. Okay, so I use this soap. It's Dr. Bronner's 18-in-1 Hemp Peppermint Pure Castile Tangles. Soap. This is a very long name. Um, and it is expensive, but the bottle lasts for so long. This you is can not, get bars of that, too. You can also get the bars. I don't like the bars as much. The mm. tingle's not the same. Um, this is also not an ad. I just want to say this is what I've used for years and it for some reason makes me feel so much more clean downstairs than other soaps. And also like I notice if I use other soaps, like soap can get like stuck. Yeah. Like residue. What the fuck is that? I don't want that. This does not have any residue and the tingle makes you feel really clean and I've had no complaints. (laughs) Well, that's good. I'm just saying. So I'm trying to liven you up right now. I'm like looking at you making sexy faces. I was trying to think of a faces. joke about somebody who had complained, but I was like, that's just going to fall flat. I would just edit it out. I do love <laughs> it. Like you've packed your soap for the tingle. <laughs> no, I brought it out here for the podcast, oh, but <laughs> I thought you were packing no, it I read this trip. question and I was like, Oh, let me go give chastity some really solid advice. You can buy. I don't know if you can buy that at Trader Joe's. Yes, you can. Okay, yeah. So it's, Trader Joe's sells it. Yeah, Amazon has it. You can buy a multi-pack. Don't be alarmed by the price because I think it is like 12 to $15 a bottle, but the bottles are huge and they last a really it's long like time. It's like a liter. Yeah. <laughs> also, like my boyfriend was like, what? When he saw the price, literally like made so much fun of me. And then he started using it because I brought it to his cabin and like he's hooked now too. It's a great soap. I think it's also animal cruelty free. There's oh. a lot of reasons to wow to use it. Yeah. So anyway, men the and women alike, parabens. if you really want to feel clean down there, go for this soap. And it does. It's like got a peppermint vibe. So it's you a will little tingle. tingle. It's yeah. a little tingle. I just think it's also like if you know you're going on a date and there's a chance that it happens, just do your best to 
be ready. If you feel like you need to do a couple Kegels, <laughs> get shit tight. I, I, mean, even... I think it goes for men too. Like, Yeah. Well, hygiene is hygiene. Hygiene is hygiene. We always want good hygiene. Um, okay, let's see. This one is a doozy. This one's from Lauren. She said, not sure if you guys already talked about this, but what do y'all think about friendly exes? Immediately, my body's triggered. Oh, I love them. I know. I know you do. How do we feel if our partner talks to their ex? Should we be concerned? Does it make us look insecure? Where do we draw the line? Loaded. I mean, yeah, it's, it's so case by case. And I feel like I say that all the time, but I am personally like, I like to be friends with my exes. I often feel, unless they, they turned out to be a fucking terrible person. Right. Um, and then that's a little bit on you. If you're like, you allowed yourself to date that, but there are people Shots that are fired. masters of disguise too. There are. Thank you. Okay. Um, so, you know, my philosophy is that like, if someone was that important to you for at some point in your life, there, there are good qualities. So sure. it's like, it doesn't mean you have to be best friends right away. Um, but her question is a little bit more about like, putting up with your partner's exes. Well, it's like if you're in a new relationship and your partner is friendly with their ex, like, I mean, I guess it's like, it sounds like she's saying, where is the line? Like, what does friendly look like? Should we be concerned? Does it make us look insecure? Where do we draw the line? I think that it is fair to express concern. You know, that's just being communicative. And it is, it's like, and and while expressing that kind of, kind of concern, you can set you can remind people that you trust them, mm-hmm. and it's like a way to sort of like friendly like it's like a friendly warn like, look, I'm cool with you doing this. Like it does make me uncomfortable. Yeah, I think it's a it's like you or she maybe asked where's the line, and so to me. I think concern, I hate that word because then it makes me feel like you go to the place of like needing to feel not jealous, but that like there's something in there that you don't actually trust. But if you're coming from the place like what you said and you could have a conversation to be like, hey, can you help me understand this relationship now? Like, what's the deal? Like, just kind of like being walked through why they're still in each other's lives and understanding that relationship um, you might be more surprised than you would think that you could get okay with stuff. Totally. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Like, even me, like I, I talk about this often, but I have a, a past of being cheated on really bad in a relationship. So that's a tough subject for me. Like it's like any other women I've had to work really hard to kind of, Chip is yawning Ugh, while I talk. I'm not bored. Right I'm just tired. Jesus. But I anyway, I, um, I have to, I've had to work really hard at like trust and, and keeping that in a relationship. But like there's some people who are, you know, like you said, they can just maintain a friendship or like I work with someone I dated, you know, right. I mean, not seriously, but like, I think there can be certain situations where you're like, Hey, that way wasn't the right way for us to have a relationship, but like, we're really good at this. Or like you bring this to my life and your partner could get okay with it. Right. I mean, look, I think a lot of relationships, the majority of it is a friendship. So it's. If the romantic side of something dies, it doesn't necessarily mean that the friendship needs to. It just but you means... have to know that the romantic side died. Right. And there right. have to, I that think has there has to, be, to be, be boundaries. Yeah, I think, look, if if your partner is like, like, hey, I'm going to go out and have dinner with my ex, that might be a line that they're crossing, you know? Yeah. But if you're friends with your, if they're friends with their, your, their ex and their ex's new boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever it is. That, I mean, might be fine. It is very situational. I think it's all about you guys having an open and honest communication about it. You understanding where 
the relationship lies and also um, trusting your body. Cause I just yeah. think, you know, when it's like something that shouldn't be trusted or if they're coming to you and they're like very open and honest and they're like, Hey, where do we need to put these boundaries? Like, I feel like that's safe. Right. Do you feel that way? Yeah. I mean, I look, I think trusting your gut is the, the real thing because yeah. if you feel like someone is breaking your trust, it's usually mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, so, and if I, I feel like if your partner is being honest about it, then you probably don't have anything to worry about. Right. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Okay. This one was very interesting to me and she has to be kept anonymous, but she said, how often, to, how often is it normal to have sex after you've been dating for like five months? Is a two week break long or is that normal? Five months. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> It kind of sounds a a little long, but I also think too, it's like, depends on how much they were fucking for those five months. I guess that's true. Well, the first thing that came to my mind is like, I've dated a lot of people in the music industry. And so like, sometimes they could just be gone for two weeks. And that was where my head immediately went. I was like, I guess that's not, I mean, cause that would be normal. If you're together every day for two weeks, that feels a little strange to me. Yeah. Especially that early on. Right. Like, I I don't know. I would hope to have sex at least once a week, in a, even in a long-term relationship. Yeah. But it takes two people to tango, too. So it's sure. like, don't, you know, if you're wanting to have sex, you should try to initiate it. Because someone could be getting a signal from you that they think you're not interested. So you got to put it out there. For sure. Initiate. If there's two weeks go by and you're trying to have sex and someone's not having sex with something's, you, something's, something's up. up. Something's up for something's sure. Up. Um, yeah, but I do think girls kind of cop out sometimes on the initiating. And so that is an important thing to say is like, hey, it's not just on him. Like, right. if you want to have sex or you're feeling it or you're like, hey, why haven't we had sex in two weeks? Uh, jump his bones. Yeah, or like, walk, walk in wearing something like scant you know like mm-hmm. be sexy like send the message right hey i'm open <laughs> open sign you is like, on you like dress like a like a, 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 a slutty maid you're like hey i'm just gonna clean the house today like what <laughs> naked <laughs> If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were, which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code VELVETSEDGE at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Um, okay, this comes from Jessica. She said, in my past relationship, I learned to really enjoy a little Fifty Shades action. <laughs> I don't need to be whipped, but I like a little choking. Oh, like a little choking is hot. My fiance is not into any of that. He says he doesn't like being so aggressive. Makes him feel like he's abusing me. How can I help him to see that it's all about the trust? For me, it's see, it's so freeing to be a little extra dirty. Like I'm a mom of five. I have to hold the world together all day. Let me be a little extra behind closed doors. Excuse us, Chip. Can oh, you turn sorry. your ringer off? <laughs> really ruined the mood. Oh, Lord. Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, oh, look, I... Do you I, like choking, Chip? <laughs> you know, a lot of that, like, kinky stuff, like... Not for you? It's not that I don't like it. I, it makes me feel weird. Like, it... Because it feels like a... there's something, like, you're acting, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um... But I do think, like, if it's something that you really like, you need to push them to try it. Yeah. And remind them, like, that they're doing it for you. Like, because sex is give and take. Like, it's not all about, like, well, I don't like that. Because I'm sure there's plenty of women that, like, don't like to give blowjobs. But they do it because they're husbands. I love that that's always your go-to. Literally, anytime you could think of something a woman doesn't want to do, it's a blowjob. How many women do you know love sucking dick? Besides you. We do Yo, this. She raised her hand. I mean, we do this conversation every fucking time. But, but you know, I think people in sex, it's like sometimes you have to do what pleases your partner. I agree. With it's that. not just about being you being pleasured or the assumption that like just wham bam is like fun for both people. It's like mm-hmm. giving yourself to somebody is like a gift, and sometimes it means like doing the things that you don't want to do. Yeah. It should be, you know, within the realm of you know, safe boundaries. But um, I think that, like, she needs to keep getting him to do stuff because ultimately he's going to find that she enjoys it. And it's that'll not, turn him it's on. It's going to turn him on. And he'll probably ease into it totally. a little more. I think that, that you're right about the boundaries because it's like you want to be open to what your partner wants, but at the same time you don't, like what you said, how you feel stupid and you're like acting. It's like, it's so hard to stay in your body sometimes when someone's like, ooh, do this. Choke and, me. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I get the choking thing, especially what she's saying is she's like, I literally am holding the fucking world together all day, every day. I want to like let 
just let your walls down and like probably be a little manhandled. Like I know that sounds weird, but like to some people it might, like it doesn't at all to me. Like it just makes sense. It's like if you're running shit all day, you want somebody to come in and be like, spank that bottom or choke me. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be like, choke me out. So I'm passed right. out. Remember that thing when you we used to, did you ever do that thing when you were a kid where you would like crouch down and breathe really fast and then stand up and have like hold your neck and faint? Like I but imagine I'm dying we, because I'm imagining you. We used to make our friends faint all the time. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. What if your I was next, into choking in like middle school, I guess. I hope the next person that you have sex with is like, ooh, make me faint. Choke me. Make me make faint. Me faint. <laughs> so yeah, it's about boundaries, but I do hope that her partner opens up a little bit because if she's asking for it, that's yeah. not abusive. No. Maybe it's just like ease in, you know, don't fully go all the way. Just a half choke. That's <laughs> our recommendation. Tell your fiance, just half choke. But I also think too, it's like, maybe you do need to sort of like laugh through it and like have fun with it for a minute. Like, and yeah, and let him, let your partner like ease into it. So, cause it might just be like a weird, uncomfortable thing too. Like, yeah. Or like often. there, I think guys, a lot of times with anything aggressive with women, like certain guys can, or like, no, you know, like, cause they don't want to be that guy. Right. Next thing you know, you're going to work with like choke marks on your neck <laughs> and your husband's like getting the evil eye from all your friends. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, if we ever go back to work. <laughs> He's rolling his eyes. Um, okay, this is actually something we referenced in last week's podcast, so I wanted to give you guys a heads up about that. But how do you feel about being with a man who has experimented with other men? This we talked about this last I mean, I'm week. So down. Well, oh, of course you are. I mean, <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm into it. You know what? That that's it actually poses a really sort of like interesting side question, like for the for gay people. How, yeah. like, should I be concerned about dating a man that's had sex with women? I don't know. Tell us. Oh, I'm not. How do you no. feel? <laughs> no. no, I'm not. Actually, no, but I'm not like, at it's all. It's just sort of the inverse of that question, you know? Like, yeah. And I think it shines a light on, like, how it should why it shouldn't really matter you know and i agree with that i think it's so we're so programmed to think sex should look a certain right. way and so we and have been for so wrong. long and that gay is wrong and yeah. so for someone who's trying to be in a heterosexual relationship they're like oh my god you know but it is that question like because you had sex with girls before yes and so of course you don't think anything of it really because you're like yeah but i know what that was like and like right. in my head you're like i physically could enjoy it but i wasn't connected and it wasn't like i wasn't attracted so yeah. it's not threatening to you I'm not at like all. a gold star gay that's yeah. like never even seen a vagina yeah right but like if i was dating a guy who was like yeah i sometimes used to hook up with guys i would be very i'd be like why or like what were you attracted or you know i'd have a lot of follow-up questions yes yeah. um it's we talked about love on the spectrum for a second yes in the last, yeah, um, the so TV I, show. I actually watched part of it um i haven't gotten through it yet okay but there's so there's a scene where um one of the guys says you know i thought maybe i was gay so i watched gay porn uh-huh and i'm not it turns out i'm not but like it's one of those things too i think that like i think life can be really confusing and we have emotions and feelings that we don't really know where they're coming from or what they mean and i think sometimes like People just experiment to figure out what it is that they actually like. And that might mean that you do something that isn't really where, you know, your center sure, is. Sure. And you're like, yeah, that wasn't for me. 
Yeah, but I agree with that. But you're like you're woke enough to not think that gay is gross, right? You know that like. So if, if someone thinks that it's like just a normal thing, and they're like, "Well, maybe I my, maybe I am gay," you know, I so I think um, I don't think anyone should have a problem with it as long as they feel like when they are with somebody, it's a genuine thing that's happening. Yeah, they want to be there. Right. They're attracted. Yeah, the chemistry is there. Right. <clears throat> it's a tough one though. Yeah, I will I tell can... you, it would give me pause, and yeah. I hate to admit that, but it would. Yeah, unless the dick is good. <laughs> I'd be like, who sucks better? Him or me? No, I'm just kidding. I really hope my mom stopped listening. Okay. And that, who was that that posted this week? Like, oh, God, be sure to, like, your mom's not around when you're listening. Oh, my to God. We had, we had a listener post that she, no, I thought it was a kid. Was it her mom? I think it was, she, it was her mom. She had us on, and she said she, like, walked out of the room for a second and came back in, and her mom had walked in the room, and we had just gone into a heavy discussion about blowjobs. Blow I'm pretty sure it was the tried anal episode. And um, she said, she was like, I've never blushed so hard. Make sure to put (laughs) headphones on when you're listening. (laughs) I don't even know how our podcast turned into this, really. I don't either. But we keep, we're doing it because you guys keep loving it. And I actually still do enjoy talking about it. I'm just like, where's the line? What am I going to admit? And what am I not going to admit? I want you to admit it all. I edited some stuff out of last week. I had a panic. (laughs) And then I listened and I was like, God, it was so much better before I edited right? it. <sighs> I just got to put it out it's there. It's just our lives, you know. Be who you are. Be, you be you. You do you. Okay. This is like a very common thing. It comes from Mackenzie. And she says, how do you maintain a good love life, sex life when you're going through stressful, draining life events that leave you physically, mentally, and spiritually exhausted? Thanks for the insight. I mean, everybody fucking deals with that, right? Yeah. I mean, the idea of like right now in my life, if I were in a relationship having to please somebody else, like that would really stress me out. Yeah. I think that um, it's important to remember that like life ebbs and flows. I think so too. You're right. But I also think sometimes like having the bottom knocked out of you, like... Can distract, can distract you from like all the bullshit that we're dealing with in our daily lives. And like, it lets you kind of just be human for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Sex is an actual human need. Yeah. So, I mean, it could be a release. I think also like it depends on where you are with your partner, but like for me, um, especially if like we're both running, 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 running around, like we're just not having a lot of time together. It could be a really special night if we take an hour, you know what I mean? Or like I take a bath or we do things that are like peaceful together. And then it's like more of a connecting thing. And then you want to have sex. Like if you're literally just like running around and not giving each other any attention or any time, why would you like, unless you're saying like what you're saying about like, you just want to like fuck basically you don't want to do it. Yeah. But I also think too, it's like when you're letting life sort of dictate that, you are becoming more and more disconnected with your partner. So it can be a very intentional way to Mm -hmm. reconnect. Mm -hmm. Um, That said, um, it shouldn't like, it should never feel like you're just doing it as a chore. Right. You know, if like you're, if you're not in the mood, like, but it does be in the mood for a moment. It does take effort. It does take effort. I just think you can't fully get lazy or else sometimes your relationship is going to really suffer. Totally. Depends on how long term it is. Right. But like, Life, especially if you have kids, is just pretty like busy mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. stressful all the time. And then you just throw on a pandemic, you know? Yeah. 
<laughs> it's like the icing on the top of the cake. It was oh, that yeah, little yeah. candle on the top of the cake yeah. on the cupcake. It's one of those fucking candles that doesn't blow it out. It never fucking blows out. Yeah. You just keep blowing and blowing and blowing, blowing and, and blowing it just doesn't blow out. I had one of those for my birthday this year and I was like, oh, that's fitting. Yeah, funny. <laughs> yeah. Ha ha. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. <laughs> Eye roll. Um, okay. This one's a little heavy, but I feel like we should only heavy because it's like a little bit of a taboo topic for people to talk about. So I definitely feel like we should talk about it. But it says, how do you date people with HSV1, HSV2? So herpes, basically. I would love to know how this works for others. I was diagnosed almost two years ago from a partner. I have not had sexual intercourse since I have found out about HSV2. I just feel dirty. I don't want to have to explain myself to others. Or I just feel the rejection. Ugh. I told a male friend about me having it, and he said it's no big deal, that there's just ways to ways to look around but I just see it as disgusting I think she means work around it but I just see it as disgusting and rejection because you know you need to tell others before having sex help I would also love also like you do not oh she wants to be anonymous yeah um go ahead well I look I I think it's just important to be honest. Like I did, a, I actually did a little bit of research on this because mm-hmm. um, I'm certainly not a sex expert, nor am I um, a medical expert. Sure. Um, it is incredibly common. There's two types of herpes. There's HSV one and two. One is oral. One is genital. Um, and you can actually even have one in your genitals, but um, two is more likely to cause a flare up or an infection. So they are both extremely contagious. Um, I forget the percentage of people that have one is like around the world. It was like 67% of people wow, in the world really? between the, um, under the age of 50. Have, I say wow like that because it is such a thing that no one talks yeah. about. 13% of the people of people between 15 and 29 have HSV2. Mm-hmm. I mean that's almost a half a billion people. So it's it's fairly common. Yeah. Um it's you know it is extremely um transmissible and I mean contagious isn't the word transmissible even if you're not showing sign you're asymptomatic. Um but obviously I think the more you can do to protect yourself and your partner, the better. Sure. Um, and just be honest. Uh, you might even find that people have it. True. That by, is true. by being honest with somebody, mm-hmm. I, I would recommend, um, I mean, it's a weird thing to put in dating profiles, but people that have HIV, like they put that they're positive um, in dating profiles. I mean, in fact, I think it's, um, there's legal consequences to that because HIV is a death sentence, but by not being honest, there are mm-hmm. legal consequences, but I don't think it's just, uh, you know, I don't know this person's name and we shouldn't share it anyway, but I don't think it's any reason to feel disgusting. I don't think you're alone in this. I think there's a lot of people that have it. Um, I do think it's just really important to be safe because some, it's, it can cause other issues, um, with some other sexually transmitted diseases. So, I think it's important to make sure that your partners are safe, but it's don't feel disgusting. Like this yeah. is not an uncommon thing. Well, that's what I was going to talk about. Cause I think this, I mean, I think any sort of STD is like, no one wants that. So of course you beat yourself up. You're like doing all the things, but like the bigger thing here is to know that you're lovable regardless of anything in our lives. Like you, as you 
are just lovable. And so like, I think we can say those kind of messages to ourselves. And really the thing to work on is us loving ourselves and knowing that like rejection from another person, like if a person rejected you for that reason, I mean, that's their right, but that doesn't make you not lovable and and disgusting. You know, that was what I read in that message a lot. And like, I hate that someone would feel that way. And two years is a long time to go without even, you know, considering it because of that. So I would just, my thought would be to work on the internal stuff first and you so that when you do put yourself back out there, if someone decides that's not for them, you don't take it personal and it's just, okay, on to the next. That's great advice. Um, Okay, so to finish up for this week, I wanted to give a little note from last week. (laughs) Why does porn come up now every week? (laughs) I just started reading and I was like, wait, okay, this is... Actually, there was a question we got about porn that I actually feel like needs um, an expert advice. And so we are going to try to get one of the local Nashville sex therapists on to interview them about this question because I feel like it's a much bigger topic than Chip and I could dive into. And I actually don't know the answer. Like I don't, it's about what is healthy with porn and, um, does everyone watch it? And you know, all of those things. And so we're going to get some full answers for that, but this comes from, um, someone from last week, Danielle. And she said, listen to the podcast, loved it. What I didn't add, I guess she had sent me another message, What I didn't add out of embarrassment. So I'm glad other women brought it up is porn. I'm with you on the fakeness of fakeness part 100%. If I'm watching male or female porn, I tend to go for amateur because it seems more authentic. Lesbian porn is okay, but frankly, gay porn is my thing. I don't think it has to be has to do with being gay specifically, maybe because I find the men tend to be more vocal and communicative than in any other types of porn. I think it also helps that you can physically see when both men are aroused and therefore feels less staged. I can't wait to hear the next talk about this. I felt like shame in, I've felt shame in this and felt like it's a weird kink and I've never told anyone. You know, saving lives here on that casual chip. <laughs> <laughs> One porn. One gay at porn a time. at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I just think I actually am happy that you guys are feeling this like no shame thing. And it's, we're not out here being like, go do whatever the fuck you want. Like still be good people. and But but do whatever the fuck you want. I like, mean, yeah. Life, life, look, as long as In you're not crossing the lines. In respect to your relationships. Yeah. And I look, I think that... Um, it's so important to remember that like what makes you unique is what's actually special about you. Totally. So you uh, embrace your weirdness, embrace like your kinks, embrace like the freaky side. It doesn't mean you have to like wear it on your sleeve. So everyone knows like, right. Part of what makes you it don't kinky have to and put fun it on a podcast. Is, yeah, you don't have to like <laughs> talk to it about it with your parents either, but um, that's kind of what makes something sexy too, is that it's secret, you know, yeah. like, there's something really arousing about that. But lean, lean into it. Like, I think like the thing that I would take out of that is the way the two things she described were communicative and uh, more assertive. And so it's like, okay, are you actually even attracted to what's happening with the guys or are you just like enjoying that? And maybe that's something you can take and go, okay, I want to be more communicative why is that word so hard to say? (laughs) I want to be more assertive because that really turns me on. Like if you actually ask yourself what it is you're drawn to, maybe you'll get some answers instead of going, Oh my God, why do I like this or whatever? And then you can bring it into your own actual sex life. Yeah. You know, good points. Thank you. (laughs) I'm really just becoming the sex. Maybe you are going to get a degree. Oh my God. Do you think they have online school for sex therapy? 
online i don't know does it really <laughs> seem like something I, I, although everything's online these everything's days online. this is what we should do with our covid if we were actually still in quarantine and not like both just so exhausted right now this would be what we should do oh my god become sex birds for sex real birds. i'm just gonna go have sex and report back with oh, you guys. there you go i i won't and <laughs> we'll act like i know <laughs> I told you, you really got to get to this. I'm oh my pulling God. A, pulling a heavy load here. Okay. Well, that's all for this week. You guys keep the questions coming. You can email us at, at casual at velvetsedge.com or slide into my DMs at Velvet's Edge. Chip is at Chip Dorsch. Spell that for us. C H I P D O R S C H. You even said that sexual. I could not <laughs> well, I not have to smile. I sound like I say F, so I have to like oh, say S okay. really slow. That's us on Instagram. Go follow us. Keep the messages coming. We love to talk to you guys and communicate. Oh, we're still, we've got to get on Cameo. Oh, That's yeah. been the new, I did get some messages about it. So we're thinking about answering sex questions or things or like that. Or saying embarrassing things to your friends. Oh, yeah. Well, we can say like dirty things to people's parents. <laughs> oh, my God. Let us break news to your parents. Like, we'll, we'll help you come out to them. Oh, my God. Could we'll you break imagine? up with your boyfriends and girlfriends. You can we'll, do that We'll share part. bad news. Oh, my God. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> I'm like way too emo well, for that. Yeah, I love it. I love it. He'll be upset. And I'll be like, I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if you need to chat, here's my I'm, number. I'm like, do you want me to try to make it work for you guys? I'm not like, <laughs> like all of a sudden trying to solve all these broken relationships. It's so what I would do. Um, anyway, messages with your ideas on um, our Instagrams or the at casual at velvetsedge.com. And we're going to get on Cameo. As soon as we find a window to do that. <laughs> All right. In the meantime, thank you guys for listening. And always remember. Act casual. Bye. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.